that that means that uh, that uh, you have a very good chance of having a serious side effect. You know, that's that's anything that's debilitating where you can't go back to work or school, or you have a couple down days, uh, maybe even several down days where you can't function. Do your own research and look into this stuff. And you gotta dig a little bit further than the surface because you don't hear about this stuff in mainstream media. It doesn't meet the nightly news criteria for delivery. And you have to dig. These guys are coming up with a scientific method to do an estimate on what they feel is not being reported. And that's the scary part. In the, it's like seeing the tip of the iceberg, but the ship actually hits the iceberg that's underwater. Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great Dr. Joe coming back to the show. We are going to talk about where we realistically are with this death jab. And I, I got to tell you, I, we just had a famous people person here in the Twin Cities die suddenly from the sudden adult death syndrome, the SADS. This is, you're going to see a lot more of that. You're going to see cancer rates are skyrocketing. What we're really going to see going forward is a lot of people dying from things and it's going to be redirected. They're going to try to make you think it's something else when it's really your immune system being compromised and from these vaccines. Uh, for those of you who have not gotten the shot, if you get the shedding, and he's going to talk about it, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff today. Um, I wish it wasn't a more serious conversation. I like to have, you know, be upbeat more, but you know, this is, this is serious. A lot of people are scared. And if you have family members who have gotten the shot, you know, this is something that they need to be looking at as well. It's, it's a very serious situation. The countries that are ahead of us are seeing, uh, the death rates go up. The, the counties that have the highest vaccination rates are the ones who are seeing the most hospitalizations. It's happening, people. This depopulation agenda is really what they're trying to do. And we can, we can combat this. People don't have to die. First of all, don't get any more booster shots. Don't do it anymore. But if you, whatever you've done, stop and try to take care of your body. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we get into that, I want to talk about Govi. I've been talking about this constantly because I want people to understand that these gas saving with the gas prices soaring, People can't afford that and food and everything else. Please help get this Govi information out there if you want to promote. Um, I've determined or I did the calculations. An average person, if you spend $100 on the Govi tablets, you save $525. That's an average person. And that doesn't count uh, somebody who would normally, if you, like I have somebody who's using it who has a V6 uh, engine and Alexis, and they have to put premium of gas in there. With Govi lets you put regular gas in, so you save 10% right there. Then you have the ability to save another 20% on top of that. And so this is just amazing. That's why on average, if you save, um, if you spend $100 on the tablets, you save $525. If you um, have a $5 um, a gallon gas, which in the country, it's I think it's more than that right now, but that's average. And if you have a 15 gallon gas tank, you will save about $525 on every $100 you spend. More if gas is more expensive. If you have a $20 gas or $20, or if you have 20 gallons capacity in your gas tank, you'll save more because it works on 15 or 20. Uh, one tablet does. Um, and if you can move from premium to unleaded, Frankly, if you're somebody who has to put premium gas in your car, it's a no-brainer to to immediately get these uh, tablets for yourself because you will immediately save 10% or whatever that difference is between premium and uh, regular unleaded in your area. And, you know, I think it's about 10%. But whatever you save, that's what you save immediately. And then the other thing is, if you want to help promote, I usually don't 
I usually don't like with these pyramid, the promotion kind of things. I don't like that. I just like to sell the product because I'm trying to give things to people that are good. But in this case, I really think it's the best way to get it out to people. So if you want to promote, please sign up and promote. Let's share it with as many people, our friends, our family, our neighbors. Get it out to people immediately because it is a no-brainer savings um, on your gas. So that being said, the link is below. It's Govi. I'll say it for the people in the audience or that's listening on audio. Govi, G-O-V-V-I dot com slash go slash help me save. And I'll have the link below. And uh, again, help promote it too if you can, because we're going to get this out to as many people as possible so people can save money. So let's get into this really good show with Dr. Joe. Hi, Dr. Joe. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Sarah. It's so good to be back. Well, we need you back because we're going to talk about the current status of what's going on. We know that this death jab is starting to really take hold. And I wanted to stress, you know, I had Naomi Wolf on who is traditionally, she's a liberal, right? A classical liberal, which I say this whole war against this war, this United against the Western world has nothing to do with classical liberalism. They did hijack the left but and the liberals, if you will, but that's not what they are. And I, I said to her, I said, you know, if we can't unite over this issue, we can't unite over any issue. And, you know, before we came on the program, we talked about how this show is about saving lives. It has nothing to do with politics. Correct. <clears throat> That's absolutely true, Sarah. And it's not, it's not a left versus right. It's not a liberal versus conservative. I mean, what we're going to talk about today is just an update on the, on the COVID vaccine and what these vaccines are doing to humanity. And there, there is no division. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's really Russian roulette. When you put this jab in your body once, twice, three times, four times, five times, I know all you're doing is setting yourself up for both acute and chronic effects. And those are fancy science words for bad things that happen right away or bad things that build up over time and then happen. And I'm gonna talk about both. I'm gonna talk about the things that occur, you know, uh, from anaphylaxis to death, to sore arms, to nerve pain, to the chronic effects of, uh, uh, you know, up to including cancers, which are just going wild right now. And, and we're seeing countries devastated. We're seeing occupations devastated. And, uh, you know, in the next in the next 45 minutes to an hour or so, we're going to cover this. And, and, and I'll give your listeners the, the sources where they can go and do their own research. They don't have to listen to me. I mean, who am I to say anything about it? But, uh, um, do your own research and look into this stuff. And you got to dig a little bit further than the surface because you don't hear about this stuff in mainstream media. It doesn't meet the nightly news criteria for delivery. And you have to dig. On any of the channels, on Fox News, on anywhere. And, right. um, you know, because Fox News is controlled opposition as well. So, we are going to talk about the current status um, of where things are at. And we know that this was a DP, depopulation agenda. And we're starting to see the spike protein manifest itself. It's starting to happen. People are starting, and this, this is more the long term. We've all seen the immediate effects where people are dying immediately from the vaccine. And they've been working really hard to cover that up. But the spike protein has been you know, just sitting in the background, growing and growing and growing. And I'm hearing, you know, people like Sherry Edwards who can hear it and analyze it. She's like, it's, I'm really seeing this, the spike protein is taking off right now. What are you seeing? Because the numbers are starting to show that there's other countries that are ahead of us too. And their numbers are really showing it. So what are you seeing? Well, uh, first, I'm going to tell all your listeners that, uh, that most of my information is coming from the Defender. It's the Children's Health Defense Newsletter, and it's it's free. You can get online and you sub subscribe to it. It comes out uh, a couple times a week. But they have been the ones that are scouring the, the VAERS database. That's the, the Vaccine Adverse Effect Reporting System. And they've been wading through every weekly um, update of this VAERS database and pulling out what it means. And they're the ones that have exposed the shell game that pharma is doing with their data to massage the data and keep the actual results from hitting the airwaves. Well, but and I want to say one more thing. I want to say the expose, which is out of the UK, 
they are amazing and they're doing the same thing. So if anybody is looking at the expose, they, and I publish all, I publish them. I publish the, there's a health impact news, publish them. Mm -hmm. And I publish um, child's defense. Those are three places. And, and then I also publish my own people know I'll, I'll get a study and then I'll create my, write my own article on it. But right. those are the, the places, but the expose is amazing too, but you get more world type stuff from them. But anyways, keep going. Right. Because the children's defense is mostly United States yes. with just once in a while, a, a dip into Europe or, or somewhere else. But uh, yep. I haven't heard of that one. I'm going to, I'm going to sign up. Oh, you're, you you would love them. Yes. You know, Sarah, I appreciate you bringing me on your show and I, I have the utmost respect for what you're doing and, and everything that, that you put out there. And, um, you know, I try to listen to every one of your interviews. The last one I interviewed or listened to was uh, Max and Phil. And I got to tell you, Max and Phil were way out on the limb for me in their last interview, but it was, uh, it was oh, yeah. enjoyable and it was, it was wild. Well, but they, that's why I love them because I, as you know, I love kind of on the edge stuff. There's a difference between entertainment and then hardcore science and truth. And what I like to do is, and this is what my show was always about, was pushing the edge to try to find what the truth is on the edge so that we can expand humanity. And when you're out there, just like being an entrepreneur or new ideas, you're going you're gonna to strike out sometimes and you're going to hit it sometimes, but it's the, the process of exploring and trying to understand what the truth is. And so people need to understand it's, an, it's entertainment too. It's entertaining for me to try to figure out what the edge is. But once we sure. pull it back and we're talking about what's really going on in reality, and people can tell when I write my own articles, this is where I get very, very serious. And it's about you know, making sure your sources are hundred percent correct. And you're really being serious right. about what to. it is you're covering. Yeah. Because people's lives are on the line. So there's a difference between my entrepreneurial spirit, which is what I've always been my whole life. And, and that process is very important too. It's a very important learning process of being, to have the freedom to explore ideas and thoughts and things. That's really well, important. I consider with, you to be old school journalist and there, there are very few of those nowadays. Yeah, well, thank you. And and so, you know, I want people to understand the difference and why I like that, that because it, it might not seem like it's journalism, but it is the exploration process. And it's very important for an entrepreneur or for people who are trying to expand their understanding to be able to explore exactly. without being criticized. But then, that's, go ahead. That's that's completely different from my perspective. You know, I've, I've, I've got a PhD in, in toxicology exactly, yes. with 30 years experience of uh, human exposure to drugs, chemicals, and microbials. And, you know, I just try not to say anything stupid because as well, soon as but, you say something yeah. stupid, you're done in this world. Yeah. You guys are held to a higher state. You're not allowed to explain. You are off air maybe, but in your own little world, but you know that, but there's a difference and it's an, it's, it's super important for society to be able to do that. But it's also super important to say, okay, we are going to be a journalist now and we're going to get very serious about what this stuff is saying. And that's what we're doing in this show. And, and people just need to realize the difference. And, and a lot of those things where we're exploring, those are true too, or we got to figure out what is true about it. You know, there's a lot of people that are going exactly. off the deep end and talking about things that I think are just, there has no basis of truth whatsoever. And I, that kind of stuff irritates me. But, yeah. um, you know, because it's like cluelessness and it's sending people off the wrong direction, but um, that's not what we're doing today. So let's get back into, okay, what yeah. is, I mean, what are you seeing? I know that in Europe and Germany and uh, the United States is bad enough, but let's right. talk about, because these places are ahead of us, other countries are. So what are you it, seeing? Good start to, is right out, of, right out of Germany, Dr. Josh uh, Getzkoff. You know, he says that, that researchers estimate eight in every thousand vaccinated people have serious side effects. Eight in every thousand, that's one in 125 people has, has a serious side effect. And you compound that with uh, about a 40 times underreporting factor. So that's what we're up against. You know, they, so they what does that mean? Known, that, that means that, uh, that uh, you have a very good chance of having a serious side effect. You know, that's, that's anything that's debilitating where you can't go back to work or school, or you have a couple down days, uh, maybe even several down days where you can't function. 
because there's something going on. And I've read everything from pain in the arms to uh, um, nerves doing the pins and needles tingling. That's paresthesias. That's the fancy science word for it. Um, you, I've heard about uh, vision changes. I've heard about um, blood pressure and heart rate changes. And all of these things are acute factors. I've heard about uh, body aches, joint aches, headaches, and all of these things are the acute factors, which can happen within seconds to minutes of these jabs going into somebody's arm. And um, the, it, it's, the serious event is described as something which requires a medical treatment that can last from days to weeks to even months. And um, with 80% of the people that have had these severe reactions, they can recover and it takes within three to six months. But for the other 20%, those symptoms can persist. And some of them are still battling a uh, year, year and a half after these vaccines. Well, let's, and let's the, ask, but hold on one second. When you said one out of 125, that's less than 1%. Yep. Okay. So it doesn't yes. seem like it's a huge, but when you say it could be 40 times higher, are you saying that it could be upwards of 40% of people? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's because what you're saying by 40 adverse times. effects are being reported. Okay. So and we're seeing Sarah, we're what that, see, what you, that argument is, well, that doesn't seem like very many when you get to the death toll and we'll, we'll get to that. Number. No, it does seem like a lot if it's 40 times more. So you were saying it's right. about right. 40%. It's the, okay. it's, it's the what's been reported versus what's still out there unknown. Okay. And these guys are coming up with a scientific method to do an estimate on what they feel is not being reported. And that's the scary part. And it's like seeing the tip of the iceberg, but the ship actually hits the iceberg that's underwater. Well, that's right. Okay. So we're, but those are the immediate effects and that's very serious, but the longer term effects is, is a higher percentage of people. We don't know what percentage of people are going to have these long-term effects because it's not going to affect everyone. It just won't because right. some people are just stronger than any, but what are they thinking? It's, is, it's, go ahead. That's the thing with, with every single person, every human is genetically different unless of course you're an identical twin. So don't send me that email. Um, but the genetic differences set everybody up for different reactions to this toxin. And this is essentially what it is, is the, the vaccine is a toxic exposure and the vaccine consists of billions of sets of instructions for your body to make this spike protein. And that's what the, the mRNA that's in there is an instruction that gets incorporated into your cells. Basically it hijacks it and it starts making the spike protein and the spike protein goes out everywhere in your body to do what it does. And we're going to cover that later, but that's a toxic exposure. And the first thing that people need to do to stop the effects of the toxic exposure is they need to stop the exposure. Don't get a booster. And the second thing people need to do to stop the effects of a toxic exposure is to fight the symptoms. And you and I have done good work with our solutions document that's available on your website that talks about the oxidative therapies and the antioxidative therapies. That's the two prong approach that you absolutely critically need to have in order to beat this spike protein if you have it in your body. And you don't need to be vaxxed to get this spike protein in your body, Sarah, because it's so good at being picked up from sheds. Like somebody has the spike protein, somebody got the vaccine. You go to a family reunion, you're hugging on people, you're eating off the same table from people, you're in the same breathing zone as people, somebody's sneezing on you. There's spike protein in every one of those scenarios and you're gonna pick it up. And you pick up that spike protein, start making it yourself. So are, well, we could, could cause I know vaccines can spread. They've been working on that technology and I've, mm -hmm. I know I've published papers on that. So if the spike protein come, goes to you, is it as strong as getting the vaccine or is it more you can fight that and get rid of it, but they keep, because their DNA has actually changed, that they keep creating the spike protein and you can, does it change your DNA too? I mean, can you be that? that? If, if, it Go gets that if it gets going in your body enough, it's a threshold exposure. And this is a, a key toxicological principle that's perfect for this situation. And the way I'll describe it is exposure doesn't necessarily mean infection and infection doesn't necessarily mean illness. You have to establish a level of exposure to get a foothold 
And then that foothold will build up into a level of infection, which causes symptoms in somebody else, which causes the full-blown spike protein being churned out of the manufacturing units of the cells and making more. And this is a process, which is why um, daily exposure to your oxidative therapies and your antioxidative therapies help eliminate the spike protein. It's the same for virus. It's the same for bacteria because people are exposed to all of these things every single day. And it's just a matter of being exposed over a threshold level, which takes hold in your body and causes those effects, causes those symptoms, causes that manufacturing of the spike protein to take hold so that there's enough spike protein to cause that effect in your body. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So you can keep that down and you can be fine and your body will adjust. That's why we don't get the flu every season. That's why we don't get a common cold every year. It's all based on what is the rest of your body like right now? What's your nutritional status? What's your hydration status? What's your exercise status? What's your rest status? That's why it's all so critical and it's all part of the puzzle. It's how are you at the snapshot where you're exposed to this virus or this vaccine or this um, flu virus or, and what happens after that exposure. And it's all intertwined. It's not just one little thing. Well, now it's like, just get your act together with being really healthy. And the other thing is they're yeah. spraying crap in the air, which is also another thing. And that comes into it too. That Humans with your immune system. In a yeah. soup of toxic exposure. Yes. And you can drag out every single one of your conspiracy theories at this point. And you can say, you can say chemtrails, you can say 5G energy, you can say uh, GMO foods, you can say pesticides, you can say glyphosate, you can say all of it. Let's even throw in there new homes and adhesives and plywood boards that are glued together with toxic glues and cabinets that off gas vapors and uh, bad indoor and yeah radon and driving through cities and you know what it all plays into how much toxic exposure your body has to deal with fact of the matter sarah every single one of those scenarios draws on the same bucket of cellular defenses which i've been talking about for over a dozen shows with you all of those toxic exposures draws on our supply of cellular defenses the poster child of which is glutathione And it's all battled the exact same manner. It all goes down to reactive oxygen species. It all goes down to inflammation and it all goes down to how healthy we are to fend that stuff off. And that's all the spike protein is. It's inflammation. It's chronic inflammation. And unfortunately, chronic inflammation can do some really nasty things up to and including various cancer. But the fact of the matter is how you live your life matters. Yeah. In the whole scheme of things. Well, okay. Well, let's talk about, because the spike protein, and this is what Sherry Edwards is saying, and I think it's in line with you and it's in line with all the data that the spike protein is getting to the point now, based on the timing of when the initial vaccines and the booster shots were done, that in the United States, this month is where we're really starting to see it take effect or take a hold and, and create problems for people. Now, what kind of problems are we seeing? And I want to get back to these other countries that are a little bit ahead of us, because that will give us an idea of what we're going to see. Yeah, they're people too. So if it happens in Germany or Israel, that's what's going to happen here. And the the media is not talking about it. So let's talk about what's happening in Germany. What are these numbers that we're seeing? I mean, I just saw a report that the highest vaccinated counties are the ones that have the highest uh, COVID and death rates. It is paralleling to that. There, it's not COVID. It's it's the reaction from the the vaccine. They're going to call it COVID. So that's what we're going to. You're virus. going to have to read. Yeah, you're going to have to read through the code. You're going to have because the mass media is going to make it out to be COVID. It's not. It's the reaction. The resurgence of the virus. And it, yeah. It's it's it's, it's uh, the the people the, what they're seeing, Sarah, is the people that have the most vaccines and boosters are succumbing to viral illness. Yes. And the reason for that is this virus. The immune system. 
Yes, it destroys your innate immune system. So that's fancy science words for saying that the vaccine is destroying your natural ability to fight off infection. Well, and that's why they say it's And AIDS. now they're calling this, well, yeah, it's exactly how AIDS it, it basically, that's AIDS, right? Yeah. But it's really, they created AIDS in a different way. It's a different mechanism for it, right? I mean, that caused it. Right. So it's not really AIDS, but it, it's the same effect. It is very similar, yes. And it's probably an analogy that most people will uh, understand. Yes. So, and the, the fact of the matter is, um, specifically, let's let's talk pilots just a little bit. Okay. There's a shortage of pilots. You see all kinds of flights getting canceled. The airlines are lying their ass off saying it's mechanical issues. But uh, what these airlines did is they mandated the jab for all these employees. And now um, they can't let pilots fly if they have any adverse effects of the jab. Well, and also we, I did a paper on this. And remember we were talking about the pilots being really have, we got some bad information numbers, but I do think it's a foresight of what's coming because when pilots get in the air and, you know, the blood clotting issue, the air, the air pressure accelerates the blood clots. Right. And I talked to a pilot. I was, where was I? I was down in in Key Largo just recently. I was down visiting my daughter, got a day of diving. It was wonderful. Um, She's the Island girl now. She's no longer in Colorado. She's on Key Largo. And I see her on the FaceTime and her hair is blonde and her skin is tanned and she's smiling wide and makes daddy very, very happy. But (laughs) I was talking to this pilot and he says he gets called every day to fly more than he has hours to fly because all of these people that are off because of these adverse effects. And, and uh, the pilots actually have a caveat in their contract that says if they take any unapproved drugs, they're medically unfit to fly until the uh, adverse effects of what they've done are known. And the fact of the matter is every single one of these vaccines is still operating with FDA emergency use authorization, which means they're not approved drugs. So all of these pilots, which were mandated by their company to take this unapproved drug was breaking their contract because they're doing unapproved drugs. It's just like taking heroin for these pilots. This is ridiculous. I mean, we're in a ridiculous, I see ridiculous thing after ridiculous thing. And this is the mountain of ridiculousness. Yeah, and, and you're talking, you're talking about the, the, the myocarditis and pericarditis, which are fancy science words for infections around and on your heart. Pericarditis is an infection of the heart linings. Myocarditis is an infection of your heart muscle or not necessarily an infection, but inflammation. So it goes back to that fancy word again, inflammation. And everybody remembers, or hopefully you do, that, that inflammation is, is in a small quantity, it's a good process for your body because it, it is how your body heals. But inflammation gone wild, that's where they call in all of these intercellular communicator cytokines, and that results in the cytokine storm. If you think about it, if your body gets to something called the cytokine storm, it's like a train wreck where the engine's already off the track. There's no stopping it. It's just what damage is going to happen before the momentum is lost. And that's the mechanism of the spike protein's ultimate damage is it results in this chronic inflammation and a cytokine storm. And then just based on where this is, if it's attacking your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, or your liver, it, the, 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 uh, the end adverse effects are slightly different, but the end result is always the same and can be tragic. And I mean, that's your, most of your acute processes, you know, your, your chronic processes are the lingering blood clots or, um, you know, your cardiovascular effects or your uh, cancer. So, but it's all based in inflammation, which is what makes that antioxidant program so important. You have to do both. You have to have the oxidative therapies to get after that spike protein, the antioxidative therapies to squelch the reaction that the spike protein is desperately trying to cause in your body. And the pilots are just one occupation, which has been created to be a poster child for this whole um problem because it's such a specialized function and people don't realize how much air travel has made the world such a small place. And then you start to travel and you don't have the resources to go where you want to go. And it's no big deal until you've spent two years planning your European vacation and you get to New York and the next 
flight over the pond is canceled and you can't get one for two weeks. Yeah, well, that's right. And I, I think we're seeing going to see a collapse of different industries, not just from the gas prices and energy prices and issues with diesel and things, but I think we're going to see a collapse of the airline industry because of these pilots reactions and the medical yeah. industry because a lot of them got shots as well. Although I'm hearing there was a pretty decent black market where people didn't get the vaccine, but I'm hoping there was more of a black market than what we know of, but okay. So this is ridiculous. It's unfortunately it's ridiculous and very serious. So now yeah. I'm hearing something like 1500% in athletes and, and I think pilots are going to get up to that level too. So again, we're going to see oh, a collapse of different industries. And the athletes, the, the athletes are, are, are typically male, young and heart related effect, effects. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the inflammation around your heart. And it's, it's, I don't know the mechanism for that, but I have read a little bit about it and I can see why um, it's targeting that subset. And it's, uh, <laughs> it, it goes right back to the fact that 20% that, uh, of the deaths that we're seeing are related to cardiac disorders. That is your inflammation of your heart and your heart lining. Yeah, yeah. And the, the numbers are going to play it out exactly. And that's, that's the athletes. It's, it's, it's such a shame because most of them are young and they have such a small percentage chance of having serious viral infection. It was ridiculous. They shouldn't have taken it in the first place. That's where I get back to this is all just so ridiculous. The jab and, was, and the kids they, the, they had the no chance of getting anything and the babies. Right. Okay. I, I couldn't yeah. be more mad about them forcing people who are, have almost zero chance or zero chance. of. And if, you, if you get over the jab and you don't have an anaphylaxis or some other rampant um, acute thing, then you have the, the next set of, of chronic exposures like Bell's palsy. You know, that's just where you have slight paralyzing of your face and, and, uh, or you get, that's what um, Justin Bieber that's, had, right. He had a stroke, yeah, exactly. he had a stroke, his wife had a stroke and he had the, it looks the like a stroke. Bell's palsy yeah. looks exactly. He like had that, but I think his wife actually, did she have a stroke? That's a blood clot in your brain. Right. So that yeah, could be part of yes. the thing. Okay. Well, you know, the, the funeral home directors are seeing all these blood clots that are weird and long. And why do we seeing these? Yeah, they're, long... they're like, uh, they're like a, a, a polymerate of a, a poly chain of, of like plastic or something, isn't it? I, tell me more about what you've read there. Yeah. These long blood clots. And I don't, like, you know, what is that? yeah, it's, it's not natural. This isn't no, a natural phenomenon. That's why you don't, you're like, what the heck? Cause this isn't natural. I've never seen this before. Doctors yeah. are like scratching and their I think heads. If, I think they're, they're seeing this before exchange of bodily fluids before embalming. So it's, it's like part of the cause of death, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And, and it, it, it seems like it's a nanoparticle um, yeah. reaction or something going on where they're purposely building these blood clots, or maybe what happened is they're trying to do something with nanoparticles and it goes awry and it does these blood clots instead. I, well, there's, there's lots of lipid nanoparticles and the, yeah, the yeah. lipid nanoparticles, if they, if they start to join, will form exactly what they're describing. Exactly. That's right. That's what I, what I think is going on. Okay. So now we know this is a depopulation agenda. Unfortunately, it sounds like conspiracy theory, but We've seen enough uh, evidential documentation to show that this was the plan for depopulation. Um, and what we're seeing with women are massive miscarriages. We're seeing the birth oh, rate, the birth rate is actually lowered, right? And they're saying, oh, it's because of lockdown and people can get together. No, it's because of miscarriages, you jerks. Well, the, the statistic on that, Sarah, in as of June 24th, which is, I mean, two weeks ago, just that's it, as of June 24th, yeah. In 5,611 pregnant women that reported adverse effects related to the COVID-19 vaccine, there were 1,754 miscarriage mm. or premature birth. So just, I mean, that's, that's almost 50%. Well, and there's hospitals that are seeing, you know, stillborn deaths of, almost, you know, just incredible amounts. And I, I recently saw, I recently saw an article that shows, uh, that shows, not permanent, but transient sperm damage from people that yes. have been vaccinated. So not only are you attacking 
the female incubation side in the in the reproductive system in the womb in the hormonal balance but you're attacking the starting materials you know most people say that the guys have one night of fun and then their their existence with children is done you know it's how you pick your dad i guess but um no that's not right the, the <laughs> only people the matter who are is stupid, this vaccine <laughs> this vaccine is getting at the initial sperm and female reproductive side. So it's, it's getting at both of them and it's showing up in the numbers. Yes, it is It's showing up in the numbers with the number of miscarriages, the number of still deaths. And if you're a pregnant lady, do not get a vaccine. Do I not. can't even believe they were telling them to do this. I mean, I, I felt like I was, there was a slow motion train wreck going on and I was screaming yeah. at the top of my lungs, please do not do this. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing, but besides that, we're seeing sperm count down. We're seeing issues with sperm, but then the miscarriage. Now, do you think this will be a long-term effect? You know, I did a little mini documentary over two years ago and everything is turning out to be true. And, you know, about, we don't know about the long-term effects of reproductive issues on women. Now it has a lot do with their lining of their um, ovaries and their womb, if you will. Is that going to be a long-term effect? We know it caused the miscarriages, but are they never going to be able to have a proper pregnancy because of this? It's a very good question. And I'm going to go back to the whole basis of nearly every problem involved with this vaccine, and that's inflammation. And it's chronic inflammation. And it's chronic uncontrolled inflammation. Inflammation will devastate a human body if it's going where it does not need to be going and going at a rate which is detrimental to all physiology. And if there's spike protein going on in those tissues, which we know spike protein goes everywhere. It goes to ovaries, it goes to uterus, it goes to brain, liver, heart, lungs, everywhere. They didn't think it would, but now they know it does. And that spike protein causes the inflammation. And it's just a matter of how healthy you are at the time. And let's talk about pregnancy for a second. Pregnancy is a wonderful miracle of God, Sarah. Yes. But in actuality, the females tolerate a parasite growing in them for the amount of time before that bundle of joy is born. There is no better definition because that baby takes what it needs from the mama. There is no choice. The mama gives it up. And that's the definition of a parasite. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a godly, amazing thing, oh right? Oh my gosh, it is. Absolutely. But Miracle. the point is, is that the baby gets it first. Mm -hmm. That's right. The baby gets it at the cost of mother. And if the mother is not as healthy as possible, and there's a toxic exposure going on, the baby is going to survive as best it can. And the mama is going to pay the price. It's that simple. Well, but the, we're seeing the babies paying the price though at this oh, yeah. point. Well, so, that's, okay. that's because the toxic exposure is that bad. Is that bad? You got it right there. That's this is okay. Okay. I want to talk about the twin oxide, the chlorine dioxide solution. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to talk about this in the United States because it's not legal, but in many countries, I have an international show. There are many countries that use this product to help with um, viral infections. I have some countries where it's just known the holistic doctors. It's just the go-to for holistic doctors. So because I'm an international show, I should have the right to be able to talk about it because it's a very viable solution for people. Chlorine dioxide is an excellent solution. Chlorine dioxide is a universal antidote. And in the United States, where we have chlorine dioxide in water systems, in municipalities and in communities, we see healthier populations. We see healthier populations that, uh, that don't have all kinds of common maladies, not up to and including COVID. But I mean, you see just, you, you see healthier populations in general because they have healthier water, they have cleaner water. And when you start with better ingredients, you get better results. And uh, you can do that with chlorine dioxide in aqueous solution, which is just water treatment when it really comes down to it. And you can do that. Um, there's, there's groups that have taken this wonderful molecule all over the world and done many wonderful things with it. It's an oxidative therapy. It is half of what you need to fight this 
problem. It's very similar to other oxidative therapies. You know, you can, you can use uh, different forms of ozone and hydrogen peroxide and other ways of generating reactive oxygen species. The problem with oxidative therapies is that if you create too much too quick in a, in a, um, in a restricted area, you're going to have side effects. So you can't just go out willy nilly and get after it self-doctoring. You need to know what you're doing. You need to understand the consequences and you need to understand the product that you're trying to use. And there's lots of them. You can go on the internet and get chlorine dioxide in any number of manner of forms. And the, the best way to do it is to make a stock solution and then dilute that stock solution so that it's the same every single time. And that's how twin oxide works in water purification. And it, because it's the stock solutions that's diluted into the water systems, which then purify the water, which gives people better starting materials that gets after viruses and bacteria and uh, mold, mildew, fungus, all of those other toxic exposures. It comes back down to you're eliminating toxic exposures. And uh, chlorine dioxide doesn't cure anything, Sarah. It, all it does is remove toxic exposures and set your body up to do what your body is divinely designed to do, which is heal. Well, and if you, you and that's ahead. what cancer, a lot of cancer is about, right? Well, it's a, yeah, a lot of cancer is toxic exposure. You're absolutely 100% correct. There. Yeah. And we know that cancer is skyrocketing and we're going to, they're going to, this is what they're going to do. It's going to be the vaccine exposure that's causing the increase of cancers, the increase of viral situations, the increase of a sudden adult death syndrome, which is just BS. So we're going to see all these deaths and they're going to point it in other directions. Right. Now this chlorine diet, you know, poor, um, Zelenko, Zev Zelenko is a friend of mine. I was texting him in the hospital. I, I really, um, I, I, you know, I texted you, I was upset about it. We sent them some chlorine dioxide. I told him I would send this to him if he promises me he'll take it. And he did. But the problem is he got it too late. And he couldn't keep it down. Right. And that's, that's a, that's a detoxification reaction because with chlorine dioxide in particular, if you get too much of it on board and it starts doing what it does, which is kill stuff that's not supposed to be there. It, it makes, it's classically called a Herxheimer's reaction, which is a detoxification reaction. And it can be manifested from anything from a headache to nausea, to soreness, to your body just saying, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Let's he couldn't, it was too late. Right. Yeah. So, um, with cancer, if you take it early enough, or if your body just doesn't react like that, it should really, it helps you gotta ramp it up. You got to, you got to ramp it up slowly. And I have a great a reference that's it was written by an MBA that that summarizes the the good research of several different research groups and I'm happy to share that with all your listeners you just uh you know email me and I'll, I'll give you that email address at the end Sarah always lets me do that and I'm happy to send that reference to you and this document is very well referenced with all kinds of scientific foundational material so that you don't have to listen to me you can read about it and yeah. you can make your own decision if it's a way that you want to go. Because in the United States, the FDA says personal use of chlorine dioxide is fully uh, unapproved. But you know what? Over in Europe, they did trials. It was Dr. Andreas Kalker. He did trials and has a 100% cure rate of the, the virus that the TV tells everybody to be scared of right now. And there's a, there's a country in South America and there's a country in Europe that uh, have legislated that the only treatment for that said virus is chlorine dioxide. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the same as pay your nickel, take your chance. You read what you want to read. And if you do research the way you're supposed to do research, you're going to find pieces that say, oh my God, one drop of this stuff is going to kill you. And you're going to find research that says, you know what, a little bit of this stuff every day is going to help you a lot. It's going to help you a lot. Yep. It's the space between your ears, your individual ears. That's going to say, what am I going to listen to? That's right. And that's, that's your own critical thinking skills. And Sarah, most of your listeners are pretty good in that department. I've talked to a lot of them. Yeah, they're pretty bright. Okay. Well, we have the Cocker Institute. They sent me the email right when they had this stuff. I was so happy they did this. They have a seminar now. So it's a seminar geared. They have two they have ones that are geared for more uh, listener, to, you know, people who aren't doctors and they have it for scientists and doctors. Mm -hmm. um, so I really recommend, and if you're more of a scientist oriented person, you could probably handle the, the doctor's seminar as well. 
But and if you that's... don't understand a lot of that fancy scientific stuff, send me an email. I'm happy to explain it to you. Excellent. Well, and there's a link on our solutions document where people can go and sign up for those seminars. Um, and because we want to get it out to people as yeah. a resource. And like I excellent, said, excellent information. This is an international show and there's it's not illegal in other countries. So it's my uh, I think it's my uh, duty to share this with others. Absolutely. And if you're in the United States, know that it's not legal, but there are other sources like twin oxide and different things you can do in your water supply that is legal. And it's a different, me- you know, it's not a different mechanism. It's a different you put way it in of your well. It. You can put it in your swimming pool. You can put yeah. it in your hot tub. You can use yeah. it in your greenhouse. You can use it in your chicken house. You can use it with your, your livestock. There's, there's all kinds of uses. And yeah, you get in touch with me. I'll, I'll send you the labeling and, and uh, um, what it's used for and what it's good for. And, and it's uh it's available for lots of stuff that has a, a licensed use. And, and it, it's a great molecule that provides a lot of benefit to, to humankind when we're trying to wade through this soup of toxic exposure. Yeah. And, and it's helpful. And I do think when Trump said, I wish there was a bleach, I think he was referring to that. I think so too. I think, I think because it, it, it is so important. And so it's hard not to share this when it's um, I don't make any money off of it, as you know, but I'm doing it because I know it's a, um, it's, a it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Okay. So, I mean, what, what cancers do you think are, are, are skyrocketing, Sarah? What have you read about? I mean, it's, I, I think if, if it was up to me, I think it would be like colon, pancreatic, and liver and, and those types of things. But what are you seeing in the numbers? I think it's going to be all across the board. I think you're, you're going you're gonna to see them all. And, you know, I've talked to different, I've emailed and talked to people behind the scenes, different doctors who are leaders in cancer, and they're saying, the uh, pre-markers for cancer is skyrocketing. Yeah, they're just going crazy. Yeah, and so I think it's we're going to see everything. And just to be careful, and again, it's your immune, your immune system. We have cancer cells in our bodies all the time. Yes, we do. But our immune system takes care of it. But if your immune system is broken- and that goes back to that cancer. threshold of exposure right. theory that I mentioned earlier. That's right. Okay, well, let's talk about the inflammation fighter, the best one in the world- that we, you know, have ever found. And because it's that's carbon core, 60, C60 it, it, complete. because it's the core, it's, it's, it's a solution. It's like the core it of it. Yeah. It's like, we're getting right. We're not like getting a bandaid. That's a couple levels up or whatever. We're getting to the actual source. We're getting right to it. And there's my bottle in the drawer right next to me. The, the free radicals. Yes. And we are working on, and I, we talked to Max and Phil about the new vials. I call them vials. He has some name for it. So I apologize, Max. I call them vials. I believe, I believe he calls it Evolve. Evolve. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. I, I told I'm sorry. They're going to be vials for me because that's the way I started. That's the way I'm going to finish. But anyways, um, they come in these little vials. And But anyways, he couldn't get it. He's struggling with getting an ingredient. That That's yeah, why we're so far behind. He's, he's, the, he's having, the stupid he's supply chain. Yeah. But I've been helping him. I've been because it's so important. It's another it thing that's so important for humanity. And so I kind of went nuts and I brought out my business acumen because you know, I'm a business person and I went nuts and I found him three additional suppliers and he's just working. we got to make sure that the, the quality is there. We got to make sure that it's what we think it is. It's going to take a little bit of time in the lab. We have to make sure we can depend on the suppliers with the, the supply chain. We're going to have backups, so everything else but we got to get this out to people and oh, um, yeah. it's C60, but it's C60 on fire. Go right. ahead. What Evolve is, is it's uh, it's carbon 60. That's also uh, formulated with a product that uh, easily crosses the blood brain barrier and will solve all of the um, reactive oxygen species issues starting in the brain. So it's amazing. Yeah. It, it just, it, it heightens your awareness. It's like turning on a certain greater percentage of your mental capacity. And it's, uh, we're excited. And for the elderly who are starting to get a little bit of dementia and stuff, it, it reverses time for them. I am so excited. Which could also be vaccine related. If it could be vaccine related. Yeah. Because the vaccine induces protein misfolding, which are known as prions in the scientific world. And they're seeing those prions begin to emerge and you're seeing the dementia and the Alzheimer's and it it could absolutely be related to all of those vaccines and boosters that grandpa and grandma had to have because of the nasty virus. They were the high risk. They were the high risk group. So most of the deaths are still above 
um, 70 year olds. Yes. Well, and that makes sense because their immune system is already breaking down, but this, these products will really help on the comorbidities. Yes, I know. And so, but you know, it's going to take a while. So we have the C60. I really recommend taking that for the inflammation. Every day. These pro- you have yeah, and, to take the C60 every day. And, and these products, the, the vials, um, the goal is to get it down to a price where uh, it, it, it's going to shatter the price point barrier for the industry. And, yes. and that's why we care so much about the supply chain too. And so somebody who's elderly, who's on a limited budget, they should be able to afford it. And right. this will change the whole dynamics of the industry. We're going to have a lot of pissed off people at us who sell C60, but I think for humanity, it's an important thing we need to do. But in the meantime, the other, the other mechanism is um, the other mechanism is, is people can take my approach. You know, my mom and dad sacrificed many, many things for me during my childhood growing up. I'm, I'm footing the bill for the C60 for my mom. That's it's, right. That's simple because I love them. That's right. And that's what I'm doing for my parents wherever I can. Okay. Well, Joe, how do people get hold of you? I think this, you know, we're going to have to get you back a little, we're going to have, we're going to, obviously we have to keep getting you back because I think we're going to see, we're going to see the effects of these, this. We got to, we got to keep people informed of what's really going we on really and, do. And, and cut through the, uh, cut through the, the BS because the pharma companies are playing a shell game. They're, they're using, they're, they're using research and statistical techniques to hide the seriousness of the amount of adverse effects that are going on. And then there's article after article after article that are exposing this, but you got to dig to find those articles. Yes, you uh, do. In order to find me, Sarah, people can get the, they can get me on my website, superiortoxicology.com. So it's just, uh, you know, superior toxicology is exactly how it's spelled.com. And there's a contact form on it. And if you dig around on the website, you can also find my phone number. So you can, you can email me, you can fill out the, the contact form or you can text me, give me a call. I answer the phone when I can. If I don't answer the phone, leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Sometimes it takes a while. But you do it. You do it to everybody. You give back to everybody. Absolutely. And people need to realize that you've worked in the pharmaceutical industry, you've done patent research. You put do the patent uh, part for big pharma for years on vaccines and everything else. I mean, you are, you're a toxicologist and this is all toxic problems. So we were talking to an expert. I mean, like the expert in what's really going on. And that's what people don't realize. Oh, you know, it's, he's not just a scientist. He's not just a doctor. Not that they aren't really smart. We're talking to the source of the problem. This is your specialty. It's even better than a virologist because yeah. even though that's good too, it's because this is exactly what we're dealing with is the toxic effects. It, it, it's exactly what it is. It's a toxic exposure. It's, it's yeah. kind of like when I, when I tell, when I tell, what's the first thing you do when you find yourself in a hole? You stop digging. That's, that's right. all this is. It's the toxic exposure. You have to stop the exposure. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Joe, for coming back on the show. I always love talking to you. I, I don't know if I love it in this particular context, but we have to do it. We both know we do. And we're both dedicated to this, no matter what. Like I, when Absolutely. I was talking to Naomi Wolf and she's like, we have to fight. She goes, we've both lived our lives. And so we're going to fight. We're going to be on the front lines and we're going to make fight for our kids. Sarah. That's Excessive. right. That's right. Both of our kids are in their 20s and we see the reckless enthusiasm that they have at all phases of their lives. And if we can do something to make this world better for them, we will do it. That's exactly right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Joe. And until next time. Thanks, Sarah.